Welcome to Tuscan Radio. My name is Drew Gretsch, and today we just got news to talk about. We just got a bunch of news to talk about in the last two weeks. Uh, I did not do a show last week. I just did not have time to get one out there um, to, to break down this Visions trailer. But, you know, this week we got... we. I've, I'm talking about the Visions trailer, the Lego Star Wars trailer, um, and a whole lot of news. whole lot of news for us to talk about. So... I, we're just going to start. We're just going to start off right here. Uh, the only other two shows that we're filming, Andor and Obi-Wan Kenobi, have both wrapped. They've both wrapped. Kenobi was filming for about four months, and Andor was filming for nine months. Now, Andor ha- has doubled the episodes of Kenobi. It's, tw- it's 12 for Andor and six for Kenobi. So... Yeah, both of these shows have wrapped. Now there are no shows in production. Because <laughs> Boba Fett wrapped back in um, June. They they wrapped. So now Andor... So all three of these shows are now in post-production. Um, and The Mandalorian starts filming season three in September. And I feel that after they wrap on season three, like that, like, so once they wrap on season three, that's when they'll start shooting Ahsoka. And if Rangers is still happening, they'll put Rangers in in production then. So, yeah, that that is... That's just super exciting then. (laughs) Like, we're getting all the Star Wars content. Uh, And we also know that the Acolyte starts shooting in February. Um, yeah, so there's just so many shows, so many shows coming soon. I just cannot wait for it. There's gonna be like 46, roughly. There's gonna be like at least 40, uh, Star Wars Disney Plus originals next year alone. Because if Boba Fett is eight episodes and all eight episodes are released one week apart, there will be at least four episodes in 2022. And that's assuming it's, that it does actually make that December date, which I believe it will. I, I do think it definitely will. It's, like, if it starts on... Because I do think that, like, we're gonna get um, Boba Fett and Hawkeye running concurrently. So, I mean, this was just something, like, people were worried about, like, me especially just because of doing these podcasts... Uh, this one, and also in the Marvel podcast of just, like, getting... Because, you know, we the, this summer we had Bad Batch and Loki going on at the same time. But those were on different days. Those were on different days of the week. So I'm excited and terrified for, like, December when we get episodes of Hawkeye and episodes of Boba Fett releasing on the same day. Oh, no, no, sorry, my mistake. There will be at at least three episodes of Boba Fett next year. If it starts on Wednesday, December 1st, there will be episodes on December 8th, 15th, the 22nd, 29th. So that's five episodes this year, and then we'll get the final three episodes uh, Wednesday, January 5th, January 12th, and the finale will be on the 19th. Assuming it's it's eight, eight episodes, which I do think it will be. 
This is going to be eight episodes. Well, we know that it's at least seven. We do know that it's at least seven episodes for that. And we'll probably get like a Disney Gallery special on the 26th of January. And then, you know, February 2nd is when we'll probably get Andor. And that'll go for like 12 weeks. Because they don't take breaks on Disney+. Plus, They don't. So yeah, I could not be more excited for it. Um, yeah, how many shows we're getting? We are getting, well, of how, how many more show, shows are in development? We got Boba Fett and or Kenobi. Well, live action shows. Then Mando, season three. Acolyte, Ahsoka, Lando, and maybe Ranger. So that's like seven or eight live action shows. And then we're getting Bad Batch Season 2 next year. So that's going to be insane. That's going to be insane. And, and I wonder if they'll drop episodes of, like, animated series all at once. I was talking about this on um, another Marvel podcast the other day when I was talking about What If Episode 3. Which, if you've not been watching What, what If, get on that. These last episodes have been great. And, like, if you just watched the first one, the first episode's not all that good in my opinion, but two and three are fantastic, so make sure you watch those. Uh, but anyway, I think that we'll probably just get to having maybe some of these animated shows releasing episodes all at once, like we're going to be seeing with Visions. Just because there's, I don't think there will be enough weeks in the year for at least Marvel to do like four or five live action series, all their movies... And also, like, nine episodes of What If next year. So I wonder if they'll just do What If all at once. I think it'd be really, really interesting. As, as long as it's in the summer. Because I don't think we can, like, commit to covering 16 episodes on a daily basis. Which is what we would do. So what we would do. We would use that strategy of doing one episode a day on the podcast. Uh, yeah, so that is... So, Kenobi's wrapped, Andor has wrapped, Mando 3 starts shooting in September, and um, Carl Weathers, who plays Grief Karga, and he directed Season 2, Episode 4, Chapter 12, The Siege, last season, he has confirmed that he, that he will both act in and direct an episode of Season 3. I'm so excited for that. I thought that... Uh, Carl Weathers did a fantastic job with his episode last season, and I can't wait to see what he brings to, to the table uh, next year. And then I've also heard that he's going to be in Boba Fett. That's a couple months ago. Uh, so that, that's super cool. That's super cool. It really does if you feel like this show is going to be season 2.5. It, it's just season 2.5 of The Mandalorian. So now, now uh, we're talking, of, we're going to move on to some comments that Tandy Newton has made. She was doing some press for, I believe, Reminiscence, which is now streaming on HBO Max and in theaters. Um, so yeah, so she was doing an interview with Inverse, and she said, and I, and, and, and I'm going to quote the, um, the article, I felt disappointed for by Star Wars that my character was killed. And actually, in the script, she wasn't killed. It happened during filming. It was much more 
and it was much more just to do with the time we had to do with the scenes. It's much easier to just just to have me die than it is to, to have me fall into a vacuum of space so I can come back sometime. So I could come back at some point, but when we came to filming, as far as I was concerned and was aware, but when we came back to filming, as far as I was concerned and was aware, when it came to filming that scene, it was too huge a set piece to create, so they just had to blow me up and, and I'm done. And I remember thinking, this is a big, big mistake. Not because of me, not because I want to come back. You don't kill off the first black woman ever to have a real role in a Star Wars movie. Like, are you effing joking? You know, we do know that Solo had probably the most production trouble of any of the five Disney films for Star Wars. Uh, having the directors being fired, like, less than a year out from filming start, for, from, like, the film being released. Like, yeah, Trevorrow quit, but that was, like, over two years before the movie was supposed to come out. So, it's... I actually thought that, like, Val was a super cool character, and I'm really sad that, like, she was supposed to survive. Well, not really really survive, but more of, like, fall to her death in the way that, like, Darth Maul did and Palpatine did. So, yeah. I don't believe that there were racist intentions. I mean... They they did kill off everyone in that movie, except well, every like character that like did not have things to do late later in timeline except for Kira. Because Kira was supposed to have like come back in the sequel, which of course you know that's not going to happen. I actually would have really liked. Well, now that I think about it, to have seen Val and Han like team up again. I think that could have been cool. I think that could 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 have been cool in like solo too. Oh man, that that is like a big big missed opportunity now. And I'm sad about it. <laughs> so yeah, Tandy Newton. That oh man, now like I'm now I'm also re- really sad that that she died. Because I did think that, like, she had had a lot more she could have done in the, uh, in this universe. So now, we've got something I'm super excited for. And then we're gonna, then we are going to take a, well, alright, no, we're gonna take, take, take a break before we talk about the trailer. So we got two more new, news pieces to discuss. Uh, this is just today. I'm recording this on Thursday night around 7 p.m. Um, oh, we do actually have one other piece of news. We'll talk about this right now. Uh, John Boyega could be coming back in a Finn series. So, it's been reported by the hashtag show. I do. I have no idea how reliable this report is. Um, I've not been quiet about the fact that I think that Finn is the most wasted thing in the sequels. 
I think that Finn had such great potential in these films. And the way that he was wasted, I believe to be the one true unforgivable flaw of 7, 8, and 9 is how much Finn was wasted. But it could be retconned because this new article is saying that he could be coming back in his own Disney Plus series. So this was going to, so about a year and a half ago, and I don't even think that we covered this at the time because we were so focused on Clone Wars Season 7. That's how long ago this, like, thing started. It was, like, right before COVID. Uh, but there was a new movie put in development from J.D. Dillard and Matt Owens. And, it, and like, that apparently, we, we had no details on it. We had no details on it. There, there was a rumor that it was going to be an Exegol, an Exegol movie, which I thought, and I still think would be incredibly stupid. I don't know why that you would, because like there, there's going to be like one Star Wars every two or three years now. Why would you waste something like, like that on Exegol? You know, I, I'd rather see events. I'd, I'd rather see events, not like the origin of the Sith. Well, that would that would be cool on Disney Plus because I think that Disney Plus could like do that in a way that a film could not. Anyway. Uh, this show would star John Boyega as Finn. It would tell the story of a pre-First Order Finn and jump forward in time to continue in a post-Rise of Skywalker era. So this could be something I think that, like, they're going to be doing with Lando. I think that that, that's the Lando series. Like, we're going to get part of it with Donald Glover and his Lando, and it'll be a story probably set after the events of Solo. And then the other half of it is going to be, you know, Billy D. Williams and Naomi Aki reprising roles as Lando and uh, Jana, of course. After Rise of Skywalker. And that whole thing, like, well, where'd you come from, kid? I don't know. Well, let's find out. I mean, maybe Finn has an appearance in that series, and that sets him up for this. Now, John Boyega has been very vocal about the fact that he does not want to come back to this universe. I think that he said... Did, did he mention, mention that he'd come back if J.J. was doing it? All right, he said... Yeah, I, I do believe that he said... Um, that he would only come back if J.J. Abrams was involved. I think that's possible. I think that's possible. I mean, I am a believer in the J.J. cut of, of episode 9. I think that would have been maybe not a great movie. Maybe, maybe we're like looking through it as a lens of it would be so much better than the film we actually got. But it seems great. So yeah... Um, yeah, uh, I'd be super excited for this because I would love to see Finn come back. I'd love to see him come back and like, we could get him like leading the Stormtrooper Rebellion. 
we could do that. Because, like, I don't, you know, the First Order, they're probably still out there in some places. Um, you know, it, it's possible, you know, because we had that, because Finn had that line at the end of the movie. People are rising up all over the galaxy. So, like, I don't think it was a thing, like, once Palpatine died, all of those, like, Final Order Star Destroyers were, like, just blown up automatically. I think that Palpatine's too too smart for that. But then again, Palpatine's also not not smart enough to like not tell Ray his whole plan. So yeah. Um we'll see if this happens. I'd love to see this happen. I would absolutely love this. I just think it really does depend on like if Boyega can come back. I think that he might, you know, if they just add a couple of extra zeros to the check and if they have JJ return as producer, I think that Boyga will absolutely do it. Um, so yeah, yeah, that could, could, could be coming soon. Again, take that with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. So now, this just dropped today. Uh, we have some set photos. Well, not set photos, but we have um, some leaked images of Hayden Christensen as um, as Darth Vader in Kenobi. I'm just trying to pull up the actual... Here we go. Here's the article. This is on Star Wars News Net. Uh, yeah... Uh, I'll post these on Twitter, uh, for you guys to see, but yeah, this is our, oh my god, these are great, these are great, like, here's this one, this first one I'm seeing right now, of Vader, and it's clearly Hayden, it's clearly Hayden right here, it's a shirtless Vader, you know, how, how, like, you've always wondered, you know, what does Darth Vader's chest look like, now we're gonna know, we'll finally find out what Darth Vader's chest looks like. No, but seriously, this looks so, so cool. This is so incredibly cool. We have another shot of the back to tank, his respirator. So like my theory that I'm going into now, and I don't know if the, and of course it's just my theory is I wonder if this could be a show that it only has Obi-Wan on Tatooine. I wonder if he'll leave the planet at all. And maybe that, like, final duel with Vader that Kathleen Kennedy was talking about at the Disney Investor Day, what if that is more of, like, through the Force, where they can sense each other, where Vader and Kenobi can sense each other, and then they, like, you know, start to fight in in their minds and, like, through, like, another world of the Force. It's probably not the best way to describe it, but like another plane of reality all right i think that like these i don't think they'll do that i don't think they'll do that but i'm not going to let go of that theory until we see it in the show but i i think that these uh the this concept art could lead could lend some more credence to that theory that i have so now we're going to get into another thing for Disney+. Plus. This week, 
saw the release of Disney Gallery The Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 2 making of, of Season 2 Finale. I watched this first thing on Wednesday morning, right right after I saw What If. Because for me, narrative storytelling will always beat a documentary. Even if I think that, you know, the, the show the documentary is for is much better than What If, which Mando is. Uh, but there were a lot of new reveals in there. A lot of new reveals, and I hi- highly encourage all of you to go watch them. To go watch this... Uh, this stuff. But the main thing that I thought was funny is Plo Koon was used. And, and this, so the special is a lot about how they kept that secret um, of Luke Skywalker. Because that never leaked. That never leaked. We all had the theory, but it never leaked. The, the way that, that Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka did, or Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan, or Tim Morrison as Boba Fett or Timothy Oliphant's Cobb Vanth. Though those all leaked, but Luke Skywalker did not leak. And I'm so glad it didn't, because I was just so insane just like watching that first thing on Friday morning. Because I was with my, my my brother and just we were like shocked that Luke came back. But in concept art, they had the Jedi be Plo Koon. <laughs> Plo Koon is of course Dave's Dave Filoni's favorite Jedi, and I just really love that. I really love that they had him be the uh, the Jedi there in the documentary. Well, not in the documentary, but like in the concept art. So you guys can see this can see this for yourself. I'm gonna take a little break right now, and then and there is a lot more to talk about with this uh, making of a special. I just, you know, like, the way that the secrets were kept is just a lot of things in here that, like, I don't want to break down. I don't want to break down how how Mark Hamill came back, you know? But I, I will say this, though. I do really like how um, they fir- how Favreau and Filoni first told Mark about this when he came in to, to do a voice for, like, Chapter 5 in Season 1, when he voiced that um, cantina droid. If 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 remember back to, to to the Tatooine episode in season one of the Mandalorian, that was Mark Hamill, and that was where we were told like we we have an idea for season two that that would involve Luke Skywalker if he wanted to come back. So I love that they always had that in the cards. That was always the plan was to bring in Luke at the end of season two. It was not just well season one was a huge hit. Let's top it. Let's top it. I never thought. That was, like, what they did, considering, like, the show, like, season two had already started filming by the time season one came out. I mean, it definitely didn't hurt, like, that's why they got to, like, have Ahsoka, or maybe, maybe they didn't, um, but yeah, um, I just really love that this, it, it was not about the money here. It was always, let's tell the best Star Wars story we can. So the best Star Wars story we can. And I love that so, so much. So on that note, I'm going to take a little break right now. And when I come back, it'll be time to talk about the Visions trailer and the trailer for Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. All right, so we're back, guys. And I'm now going to be going into this uh, English dub trailer for Star Wars Visions, which dropped last week. 
So, yeah, I'm going to play the trailer first, and I'm going to break this down shot by shot. Here we go. So yeah, that is the Visions trailer. Let's go through this thing frame by frame. All right, so we just open up. So I I love this second shot. I'm I'm, I'm paused three seconds in. I really love that this show is going to be adapting different anime styles. I don't. I'm just gonna say right now. I don't know anything about anime. I know nothing about anime. Um, I know I'm not alone in that. So, I believe that, like, after this show comes out, I'm gonna be really taking a deep dive into anime and some of the other studios, uh, that did produce these shorts, the, these nine short films. Um, but yeah, I love this, the visual of this shot. Like, this just looks incredibly Akira Kurosawa. It is just beautiful. It's all in black and white, and I just cannot wait for it. And then the next one looks just like much more modern. Of course, it's all modern anime, but it looks like much more modern animation. The black and white one, uh, this character is given a, a stone. Uh, we got to get a box right here with, um, there's some intricate designs on it, some ancient Jedi stuff, maybe. Like, all this is brand new, so there's really not that, m- oh yeah, so there is a lightsaber inside. This is all, like, brand new, so really, I'm only going to be talking about, like, the visual stuff that's speaking to me. 
because, like, I don't think there's going to be any, like, oh, well, maybe this is how, like, this could tie with the Bad Batch or or Ahsoka or Orlando or Rogue Squadron. So, like, I, I think that, you know, there are going to be some Easter eggs in here, clearly, because it's Star Wars. So, oh, we, so now, um, but, yeah, uh, just, like, things like we've never seen before, which, you know, this, this shot right here, 18 seconds in, uh, it's been confirmed, basically, by this trailer that you can assemble a lightsaber by hand. You can assemble a lightsaber, a lightsaber by hand, which, um, you know, Clone Wars makes it seem like you can only do it with the Force. Oh, then we get this super cool shot. This looks like a, um, sort of like a lightsaber staff is honestly what this looks like. Like, this is awesome. Like, th there are two in here that I'm super excited for. The the Duel and the Ninth Jedi. Those are the two I'm, like, most anticipating for this series. And I think this is probably f from one of them. Uh, and then we have... Um, a Sith. Could could be an Inquisitor. This could be an Inquisitor. She, she, she does appear to have that Inquisitor-like armor. Um, she has six arms and is wielding six red-bladed lightsabers. And she's standing in space. There's a lot of lightsaber action here. We got, um, a young Padawan, it seems, in a duel with an old man. I wonder if it's Palpatine. No, I, I, I don't think there's any way in hell that they bring in Palpatine with this series. I don't think there's any chance of them ever doing that. Oh my god, like, this, this black and white one. Looks just so visually beautiful. Like this is, yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. And there's this great shot here of this uh, character who had the lightsaber staff, just like is about to be cut in half by a lightsaber, and like he's just stopping it with the force, and it just looks so cool. It looks so so cool. Lucasfilm. Got a Star Destroyer right here. Disney Plus Presents. The, yeah, this, and like some of these look like they're more targeted at kids. I mean, I will of course be watching all of these like first thing in the morning on September 22nd. But um, but yeah, uh, this is just something I cannot wait to see. We are uh, going to, to be doing breakdowns for it. Whether... It's all in one. Like, we just do Visions Season 1 breakdown, or, like, we go episode by episode. That truly depends. Like, that is something like we, we will not figure out until, like, the day of. Like, seriously, like, that's not something I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a final de decision for until we see, like, the runtime of all of these episodes. Alright? If they're five or six minutes, no. I, we probably won't. Um, if... And I think that these will vary in length. I do believe that these will vary in length. I feel like some of these, like, the the duel and the Ninth Jedi will be more toward that 20-minute mark. But, yeah, I do not know how long all of these will be. And I'm sure, like, if there's some of the, like... The duel and Ninth Jedi will probably... Again, depending on the runtime, I probably will do... Uh, a full podcast breakdown on both of those. 
I don't know, but I mean, like, and if there are some, some some of these that like really really speak to me as a fan, yeah, the though those and will will be done on this podcast individually. So then, this is super cool right here. This uh, character, she she's like resisting um, this old man with the lightsaber. Uh, he shot a blaster at her, and she stopped the bolt midair with the force the same way that Kylo Ren did in The Force Awakens. Here's someone with a bucket on their head, looking for something in the forest. Uh, Corns of the Galaxy, yeah, um, this looks cool, this is like a droid standing in the middle of what looks to be a city, or what could be a city around it, because there are some people there, the lighting looks like it could be that of a city, oh my god, yeah, this is a samurai, in this more black and white setting, looks like the black and white one, is it's all black and white, except for the lightsabers, it looks like the lightsabers have color, and that is badass, that is awesome. That is so, so cool. Slave 1. Slave 1. Uh, we do, and I'll, I'll go into the um, the cast announcement af- after we do this breakdown. But yeah, uh, the cast announcement has come out. Tamor T- Morrison will reprise his role as Boba Fett. I, I believe he's one of, if not the only, uh, pre-existing character for this series. I, there, this is... Almost like I'd say this is gonna be like ninety five percent original. Stormtroopers with the stunbolts. Uh, he he sees someone else using the force to stop a stunbolt. This creepy old man with his two lightsaber blades. More of this black and white stuff, which looks awesome. It looks like it's also animated to feel older. So I love that so so much. Lightsaber whip looks so cool in, in in animation. This is not something I want to see in live action. So I've actually got this pause. It looks like it's a black and white short. The uh, green blaster bolts are in color, and it looks like anything that they reflect off of. Like you can see that this uh, figure's cloak is red, illuminated by the lightsaber. So yeah, that looks awesome. The most stuff just looks like it's more for kids, except for these two. Except for these two, uh, look so so cool. Familiar worlds. I love the animation style here for um, Moss Espa in this uh, Tatooine Rhapsody. It looks so cinematic, so so cinematic. Oh my god, this is visually beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful. Uh, we got some Star Destroyers. Right there. Is that a Death Star cannon from Rise of Skywalker? Because we do know that one of these shorts is post-Episode 9. And and none of these are canon. None of these are canon. Um, but we do know that one of these is set after Rise of Skywalker. Could this be uh, a Final Order Star Destroyer? I think it's possible. Oh, we got some evil twins right here. 
uh, evil clone twins. Th this definitely looks like it's on Exegol. We do know that there's one called the twins where it's like, what if Luke and Leia were evil? And this is, I don't think it's going to be like an actual what if, but it looks like it's, could be something like that. But yeah, this is clearly on Exegol. This is beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful. There's Bo Boba Fett. Being Boba Fett. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Saber stuff. So last shot was super cool. So this final saber at the end was with these lightsaber whips that we saw in um in the Clone Wars. Star Wars Vision, September twenty second. I wonder if they'll be like, because I just played the uh, the English dub trailer, so I have a feeling there's gonna be an English trailer, like an English ver version of the series, and a Japanese version of the series. It's cool. I I really lo love that. Um, so right here, I'm just gonna pull up the Star Wars Visions voice cast. voice actors English the English dub so this is straight from starwars.com so this is as official as it gets so in the duel uh you know some of these people are uh, big names big names Lucy Liu will play the bandit leader um in the duel what about is Brian T is this big name Let's see. Someone's, oh yeah, so this is this does does look to be a name. Oh yeah, uh, Fast and Furious, Jurassic World, The Wolverine. Oh, so this guy's the Ronin. So this guy's the Ronin. So there's gonna be a book about this guy in October. Uh, depending on how much I like the episode, then I will definitely uh, check out the book. Alright, uh, who else is there? Jo so in Tatooine Rhapsody, there's, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jay. Bobby Moynihan, of course, uh, from SNL as Geezer. Tim Morrison reprising his role as Boba Fett. And f all, all of us who listen to the audiobooks should recognize this name. Mark Thompson is voicing the character of Lon. I love that Mark Thompson's doing this. He has such a great voice for the audiobooks, and I cannot wait to hear him bring that to the, the screen for the first time. Uh, in the twins, we got Neil Pat Patrick Harris playing Carr, and Allison Brie as Am. The Village Bride, Karen Fukuhara from The Boys, playing the character F. Uh, and, and, and I'm just, just going, going through these names that I know. I don't know all these names. Christopher Sean, uh, a star, well, not a veteran of Star Wars, but this is, but he's no, no, no stranger to the Star Wars universe. He had the main role in Star Wars Resistance as Kazuda Ziono. He's voicing Asu here. A Andrew Kishino, he voiced uh, Sagrera. He brought him to life for the first time in The Clone Wars, a role that, that he reprised uh, er earlier this summer in Star Wars The Bad Batch. He will be voicing Izuma. 
the ninth Jedi. Kishino has another role as Juro. Simulu, who of course we're about to meet in uh, Shang-Chi, which I'm seeing in, oh yeah, no, like two, like one week from right now, I'll be in the theater. Uh, it's 8pm, so the movie will be like almost over. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Simulu is in this. Love that. Uh, the Elder. David Harbour. Hopper in Stranger Things, and more recently in the MCU, uh, Alexei Shostakov, also known as the Red Guardian in Black Widow. Uh, Akakiri, uh, this short, Henry Golding, uh, of course, uh, new G.I. Joe movie, which I've not seen. Uh, I've heard it's terrible. He's playing the character Subaki in Akakiri. So yeah, so that's the English voice cast. Like, I was not expecting this many big names for this, this series. I wasn't expecting that. I, I love it. I love it a lot. So yeah, that's really it for Visions. That's really it for Visions. But we got one more thing to do. We got this trailer for Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga breaking this down so I mean this is just something we, we have another re- release date for the this game uh spring 2022 you know last this time last year we heard spring 2021 now we're here in spring 2022 hopefully it comes out so here's the official gameplay trailer So yeah, spring 2022, I'm super excited. 
you know, there's not a whole, whole lot to break down there. Of course, this is not canon. Um, I love the Complete Saga game. I absolutely love that. You know, that video game and the Clone Wars series, that's what made me a fan. That's what made me a fan of Star Wars. And I absolutely love that. We've gotten both of those back in such a big way. You know, last year with Season 7 of Clone Wars ending that series in the most beautiful way. And then Bad Batch this year continuing it. And then next year getting both Bad Batch Season 2 and this Lego game. I could not be more excited as a Star Wars fan. And also getting, you know, uh, Hayden and Ewan back together in Obi-Wan Kenobi. I just cannot wait for it. Um... Yeah, that's going to be it for Tuscan Radio this week, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening. Go follow us on Twitter at Tuscan Radio Pod. Leave a five-star review on iTunes, and we will read it here on the show. That is the best way to let us know that you support the show, is to just leave a five-star review on iTunes. And see if you've got any new ones to read. We, we do not. So, yeah, just please, please, please leave a five-star review for us. Uh, check out another Marvel podcast, and then next week's a big week for them, or for us, because that's still me doing that show. Uh... Wednesday, I got What If Episode 4, the after show for that. Thursday is going to be my before and after thoughts on Shang-Chi. And then sometime that weekend, I'll do a full Shang-Chi review. Uh, and also next week is the is the two-year anniversary of Tuscan Radio. So there will be a... Uh, there will be a, a... Not a celebration for it, but we will be, be doing something fun for that. So, yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Be back next week. May the force be with you, always. I have spoken. That wasn't even Quill, that was just me. (laughs)